What's up, guys? 65 Lokes here, hitting you guys off with another episode for Scale Riders Podcast. How you guys been? Hope you guys have been well. I apologize if the recording is sounding a little different from previous recordings. Um, I'm doing this recording during my commute over to Oxnard. I'm going to go visit the city where I grew up on and I just got to head over there and uh, pick up some things. But um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's been a minute. I haven't done any podcasting in a while. Um, thank you guys that listened to the previous episode that I did with Willie. Uh, that was a fun one. Uh, that episode was actually recorded, uh, I want to say maybe a month or two prior to its release. And um, it was still during like the whole code pandemic thing and, and it's crazy because when we met up that day um i just remember we were just like what's up like we had our masks but we weren't wearing them you know we were just hanging out and it was just like it it was only brought up once once we got there and it was we just never talked about it anymore and we all hung out we all started you know getting ready prepping busting out our models and stuff and and it just seemed like a normal day, you know, it just seemed, it was like a, definitely like, like an escape, you know, um, just being there, you know, we were, um, he, we were there to do the interview at the same time Willie was there, um, you know, he wanted to interview me and, and get some, uh, I wanted to get some footage too of his cars, so it was pretty cool, we got to do a couple things uh, from each side that we wanted to do as far as documenting and and it was just nice being there because i hadn't hung out with the guys in a long time i had been at home um away you know from everybody it feels like just because you know i was getting ready to be having a baby soon with my fiance so i felt like i needed to be there for her as much as possible and at the same time i leading up to that i stopped uh building model cars I wasn't doing anything, you know, I was still doing like videos and stuff with whatever footage that I had um, in the back catalog, like in my hard drives that I could find, you know, I was just like, all right, I think it's time to bring this out. So things like that definitely was keeping me occupied. But other than that, I had a lot of free time on my hands, but I wasn't working on anything, you know, my, it's so funny because when I moved into Simi Valley and, you know, I, I feel like through this podcast, you guys have kind of heard part of my life, you know, so far with what's been going on. And I hope I, I don't bore you guys with any of that. But it's just a trip when I look, think back at just when I moved in, you know, I was a lot closer, a lot of my friends, you know, Armando Juan out in the valley and in Burbank. You know, so we, we got to hang out more, you know, doing these little sessions. But then that kind of started to stop just because, you know, you, you get busy. You know, I started to, to realize, like, oh, man, life life starts to, you know, like hit right there. So other than that, thanks to social media, at least we could still stay connected with that. And I went from having my own room with a bench to now that room has been transformed like transformed 
into a nursery room and the one area where I had the, the desk with all my tools and my models set up is now pretty much like where the crib is at and and there's just a changing table in there everything in there is pretty much baby you know and it's funny because once in a while i try to you know bust out something that's mine in there but eventually it gets put away just because it gets in the way and it just doesn't look right it looks kind of off uh being in there but you know I i was getting anxious leading up to my baby being born because you know it's like there was like three weeks out and we were like all right cool she, we have the due date coming up but um during that time i was like let me chill with my girl because this is gonna be the last time we're, it's just gonna be me and her alone you know because now we're gonna have a baby and and i know that there's gonna be a huge responsibility right there coming for the rest of my life so it's just like let's just enjoy this and i remember having friends telling me man enjoy your sleep enjoy your sleep and I was like, yeah, for sure. But I would still stay up late, you know. It's, it's not that I didn't believe them. I believe them. It's just I just couldn't go to sleep early, you know. <laughs> and um, so next thing you know, the baby comes like a week early than with the due date. And we were quite surprised. But before that, before that surprise, though, I just remember I would I would be we would be hanging out, chilling and. I would get the urge sometimes to be like, all right, cool. I'm going to bust out a model or whatever. But good thing that all the model stuff, I put it away. And even the kits, I took those and I, I took them back to my parents' house and I left them there. I left them in another city. So this way I wasn't close to them just because I, I almost felt like if I would bust out with that stuff and work on it, I wasn't going to really like be paying attention to my girl, you know? Um, even though I do talk about finding a balance, but when you have the whole day, you know, of just like hanging out, nobody's working, everything's shut down, you know, there's going to be a moment where you're going to get so zoned in, time's going to fly and, and she's not going to bother me like, Hey, you need to stop. You know, she's going to let me do my thing. But I just knew like, nah, I got to chill, you know? And at the same time, you know, I wasn't doing any of the podcast either. I had to stop also just because scheduling gets tough you know um a lot of the times i have free time let's say 8 p.m 9 p.m 10 p.m now it's it's going on a little later when i have the time but uh but i don't want to make it like a burden or or bother anybody once it's past like 11 p.m to be like yo or, or 12 and they live like in the east coast you know that's that's too late that's way too late for them and, you know, we'll, we'll see what's up. Um, you know, I haven't forgotten about you guys that still want to do the podcast. You know, there's there's a lot to talk about. And it's just crazy. Like, all these things are just kind of going on in my life right now. I'm enjoying it. It's fun. It's definitely a, a learning thing. Uh, my little one, she's finally two months old now, which is a trip. It just, you know, like what everybody was telling me, time, it goes by fast and it sure does. But along the way, I have been, you know, like taking photos of her and everything and just seeing the changes, you know, in, in her face and just her like discovering herself, you know, kicking her feet and everything. It's really, uh, really crazy, like definitely life changing. You know, it's a really beautiful thing. Um, 
but yeah, it's um, I haven't been staying too much on Instagram. I've been staying a little bit away, just because I know, I just know like that once I open that door and I see what's going on, you know, if I'm on there every day like before, it's gonna pull me back in, you know, and I and I feel like I'm not ready yet. Like I need to chill, but I do chime in some time to time, you know, but. I try to just uh, keep it, like, super chill on that aspect. Uh, but lately, I recently, if you guys um, are subscribed to my YouTube channel, and if not, please check out S- Scale Writers on YouTube. Um, I've been posting up these, like, collages of photos from my 67 Impala build. It's Lowrider Custom. It's one of my, my first... Like completed builds that I was that I'm very proud of, and but even though there's some some things that the way I look at it now that I didn't look at it back at that time, you know that I learned now. Um, I wish I, w- I would have done a little different. But other than that, though, you know I'm not gonna touch it. I leave it as is because I still w- will go back and, and you know I, I learn from that. But I have been posting photos of it and I believe I just did number six part six they're like two minute clips so pretty much is showing you from the very beginning from the car unpainted being prepped and um, some some customizations and also uh, the paint job and so forth leading up to the end you know um, the car is done it's, it's been completed for some years now but it is it is um on there and I will be posting more because I I still have a ton of photos and during that time I was taking more photos and video you know I was uh, I didn't even know yet I was in scale writers was even going to be a you know I was going to start something or be a thing or whatever whatever it is um, at that time that had to be 2017 no 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 2016 2017 like the beginning of 2017 for sure because that was before the Japan trip, and that's pretty much uh, the car that motivated me. And that I feel like it—I had a purpose of going there. Also, even though I was going to have a great time with my friends, and I had never been to Japan, and those are all pluses. But th- but that was one of the main uh, reasons to show up there with the model car, you know. And so every time I look at that car, it has a lot of a lot of memories. And, and it's it's just something that I, I will always keep, you know. But I hope it helps, like, people. Because, like I was saying, during that time I was documenting with photos. Just because I wanted to, like, know the steps in case I would forget something. I can always go back and trace, like, oh, okay, this is what I need to do next. And, and that was, like, pretty much a model that anything at that time that I had learned with House of Color Paint... Uh, being taught through Armando Flores was was pretty much like the the, the product of, of everything that I observed, you know, from seeing him doing it in person with his airbrush. So it was one of those things where it was like a also like a task at hand that I had to be able to, you know, take this home, create it all on my own, paint it by myself and stuff. And then just show like the results and go from there and, and if any corrections need to be made. 
it it always became homework you know it always became homework which was like a really neat thing and also a challenge at the same time that pushed I feel like it it pushed me and it made me learn a lot faster because if not it would have took me a lot of years I feel like to learn uh, what I've learned at that time and even in going forward uh, you know so I just I just hope that that build can help some of you guys and the uh, the patterns on the paint job they were very uh, you know like freestyle um, very I, I don't know I, I didn't draw them out or nothing I just kind of just was playing around with the tape I was excited you know, cut, cutting tape. I had already learned how to cut the tape, and I just messing around, and, and I was just like, "All right, I'm gonna run with this." And it's so funny because at that time, you know, anytime I was gonna work on a model, and let's say it was in the primer stages, or if, or even before I would even crack it out of the box, I would show it to Armando and be like, "Hey, check it out. This is uh, like one I'm gonna do." And he would always ask, like, oh, "Okay, like what color are you gonna go with?" And I, and at that time, it was crazy. I never really had an answer for that question. I was always just like, um, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I was clueless. I was like, I don't know. But yet again, I had all these, I had almost like every color, a house of color at the house with metallics or, you know, candies and whatnot. And I was still clueless as to like what colors because I was still learning. I was still new to this, you know? I um, I would see paint paint jobs on cars and whatnot and do my research, but I just love so many colors that I just didn't know what to do, you know, which ones to choose and and I, you know, I didn't really understand like what colors went with what or if you mix these two you get this one or whatever. That was all still new to me, but I wasn't embarrassed to admit to it, you know. Um, because I knew that I had to learn and I had to be honest. I had to say that, hey, like, I don't even know or what, you know. And most likely I was like, I'm going to probably have to copy a color color combination from a real car or, or something. You know, I could, I could have said, yeah, this car inspired me. But in reality at the time, I'm probably just straight up copying, you know, like colors. Like, this color goes with this or whatever. But... Armando did do a breakdown. He did tell me, you know, as far as colors, if you combine these two, you get this. Or these three colors right here work great together. And these other three work great together. So that was always, like, really neat, really cool schooling that made it exciting for me. And finally, I just kind of was like, all right, these are the colors I'm rolling with. And and go from there. But it's it's so funny because when I was with with the car when it was done there's a there's a section in it that has some green and, and i remember they're going like what's up with this green like why'd you add this green right here and i was just like oh i don't know and and then i was like i think i just got too excited and and i just wanted to throw like an extra color or whatever and it's so funny because that green does not go with the car at, at all like at all it does not go with it and, but he was always like, ah, oh, don't worry. You can always, like, you know, scuff that down. Like, pretty much you back, back mask that whole, you know, everything. And just leave that area exposed. Scuff it down. And, you know, you could 
just shoot some some silver and, and go again with the the candy. But I didn't even understand that. I was like, really? Like you can do that? I couldn't wrap my head around that. It just seemed too too crazy. But I just left it the way it was, and it wasn't until like you know years later that I realized, oh, now I know what he's talking about. Because as time went on, I started to to really like study more colors color combination color tones what goes with what and what really opened my mind even more to understand it more was when I started paying attention to pinstriping you know and it was one of the reasons also why I got curious to wanting to learn a pinstripe because I always noticed let's say they're doing lettering and the letters are like uh, pink and they need to outline those letters a lot of the times to set it off they can go with a a different tone of pink or maybe they might hit it with like a purple or a beautiful like lavender you know it just i don't know just something about i really admire the color combinations that pinstripers do and until i started to you know purchase my brushes and my colors and and start messing around wanting to learn you know i i just i appreciate that art form of pinstriping so much and i respect it because it's very difficult it's not easy at all and when you really want to get super technical you know you start paying attention and as far as the thicknesses of the lines um when people do curves you know these uh scrolling circles it one not you start to see like how thick the lines are how thin and everything how straight everything is and and you know from time to time you start to see some pinstripe work where you know they had to do a straight line and and these lines are are pretty like the same thickness but then all of a sudden one's one of them's like double the size of thickness and you go whoa like all right and some people might be like ah no we'll pay attention whatever but in the world of pinstriping, that stands out so much, like a sore thumb, you know. And people know, like, oh, you got to redo that. <laughs> but going back to the colors, though, uh, pinstriping, you know, they have some really beautiful colors that definitely enhance the paint job of a car. And when I started looking at at the cars, the model cars, I started to notice a lot of the cars from model cars from the guys from down to scale are pinstriped and that just was like beautiful that that added that extra and when back then when we were getting our, our wagons ready for the nnl west um armando thanks to him with my hudson hornet and his 65 impala wagon uh got our cars pinstriped through uh, mercado and out in San Diego and I mean this guy is like a very talented guy pretty much like I want to say I mean he's young right now but I'll bet you anything by the time he's like 30 he's, he's I mean he's already famous but by the time he's 30 40 he's gonna be like a legend you know uh, he's a legend in the making right now but um I mean he, he just did a beautiful job on, on the pinstriping on our cars and it was one of those things, once once you add these touches to your car, there's, like, really no going back. It's hard to do a car and not have it pinstriped, you know? It's almost like 
you're always spraying your parts silver and then all of a sudden you get your parts chrome plated and you see the difference it's hard to go back you know it's for sure it's going to get expensive but it's just it's really hard to go back to the silver you know after the the quality of product you know or like let's say you're using Ravel's lowrider wheels and next thing you know you got you bought Jerry's wheels it's hard to go back you just can't you you because you see the difference in your models and you're like dang like that definitely enhanced my car like this is this is a whole a whole nother level right here you know but the colors that's a very important thing uh now i feel like a lot better with knowing my colors as far as what i want you know um there was a time where I was sticking to a pattern. Like, I always wanted the, the same colors over and over and over. The pink and purple happened to be, like, my favorite colors. But I knew after a while, like, I need to stay away from them. Um, not completely, but just a little bit so I could expand and, and mess around with some other colors. Just so I could, like, you know, not get bored. Because then it just becomes the, the same routine using the, the uh, same colors. And by using different, obviously you're gonna you're gonna expand colors for sure. But it's all practice and time, you know. Um, I still see from the times that I chimed in to Instagram, you know, I see everybody working hard on their builds, and I've seen a lot of people, you know, already on another level, already doing things they had not done before, you know. And props to you guys. You know, because, I mean, we love we love the cars, but I, I, I feel like the whole reason we really do this is because we want to learn, you know, because going into model cars, we don't know everything. You know, we buy a kit, we buy the supplies, and we have to follow, like, this, like, set of rules of the steps of creating this model car because we can't do you can't start you can't like go backwards you know you just can't you have to start from scratch and you go forward but along the way we want to do things we want to bring out those ideas we have in our mind but sometimes we can't because we don't know how to do them and, and that's the part where the whole learning thing kicks in you know you want to learn and that's what makes it fun right there because once you learn and you start to execute what you've always wanted to do it's it's like a, a, a dream come true a fantasy becoming a reality you know something that was impossible became possible and at the end of the day you're like proud of yourself you know you're the only one patting yourself at, on your back until you finally bring that car out to light and people see it, you know, people appreciate your work. And and once in a while, you, you get some people that just, you know, they take it to the extra, that extra mile and they just blow people's minds and they're just like, what the heck? <laughs> How'd you do that? Like, that's, that's crazy. That's, re that's really, really crazy. Um, but what, one thing I will add is if you do want to learn, you know, 
you, you have to you have to like soak everything in dude like you definitely have to get involved you know you have to uh, be part of the community you got to contribute you got to be good with people and and just you got to explore a lot and if you're lucky enough to have someone that's better than you in your area or you're part of the same model car club you know don't be embarrassed to ask for some help or for them to teach you you know obviously there's going to be certain things you probably can ask but if you feel like all right this is maybe something that i feel like i'm not crossing the line and i can't ask then do it just just go for it right there and um and at the same time I want to add, uh, like if you're painting a car, and let's just say you mess up or whatever in a section, don't uh, don't strip the car. Just keep moving forward, you know? Make that a challenge to move forward and, and improvise. Like, let's just say you've already painted the color, the car like purple, like the color purple, and all you need to do next is clear coat it, but something happens, you drop the car... Or, or um, a piece of, uh, I don't know, glue or just something gets in there. You're like, dang. And it's not even clear-coated yet. Um, unless you can't afford another model car or whatever, or like times are tough for you and you need to strip it, then go for it and start over. But, but if you have like paint and you have your tools and you really want to challenge yourself, then just pretty much mask off that area and leave the whole car how it is and then Hit it with that color again if you still have that paint and blend it in. Blend it in. If uh, if the car still like you could, it's so noticeable. Then clear coat the car, and after you clear coat the car, uh, go in there and um, pretty much color sand the whole car. You know, get it nice and smooth, and where it's not glossy, make sure that clear is like dull, and just start playing around with some tape start doing like a you know like a panel hit it make a like a pattern on a panel where it's affected and then do the same on the other side and you don't gotta go all wild and crazy you know it could be something super simple and now you layer a second color over that and and just go from there you know you could and then you can still clear coat over that again and um, and let's say you do that, you know, a few times or whatever. You're gonna end up with something pretty cool, or something so like so and so that maybe not pretty cool. It's like whatever, but still, you learn from it. You learn something from it, and just keep that car tucked away or just in your house where only you know what, what went on with it. So this way, you learn because. You have to experiment. You have to, you know. I remember with uh, my friend Luis Javier Cano, um, when he was working on his uh, 64 Impala, I believe it's called Horizon. could be wrong, but I think that's the name. And just the way the car is modified, the original car, you know, I... um, it, it makes it look a lot lower, you know, 
It looks like they cut from the bottom and the back. Um, so when it sits, it sits even lower than a stock um, 64 Impala body. And I remember when when Luis was like, hey, I'm going to... This is before he even started. He was like, yeah, I'm going to do this car for Japan. I'm like, all right, cool. And I know Luis. You know, Luis, Luis he's, he's really good at what he does. He's, he's quite a perfectionist, too. And and I was kind of a little, like, worried. Like, like oh, man, I don't even know if he's even going to finish this car on time. Just because I know he, t- he likes to take his time. But he has a really great output and end result. Like, it's worth it, you know? So... He started, he, get, he started getting started on it, and I thought, oh, this is going to be easy then for him. He'll get it done because it's only one color. You know, it's not like it's like multiple patterns, whatever. But then after a while, he hits me up, and he's like, man, I'm going to have to modify the car. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, I'm going to have to cut it. I'm like, cut what? I'm like, aren't you just going to just paint it and just, you know, stance it out? He's like, nah, dude. He's a uh, because he was just researching this car so much. And I don't know if he got a hold of the owner or what at that time yet. But he started to tell me all the, the mods that were on this car. And I was like, oh, dang. And then I started to notice them. I was like, oh, you're right. I never even... And I've always... That's the one thing about the Japanese builders of lowrider cars. They always bust out something different, something unique, you know? And it's like they got—they always got a trick up their sleeve, and um, and I was just like, "Damn, dude, you're gonna have to do it." And he was just kind of like, "Ah, I know, but I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to do that because I feel like at that time Luis wasn't used to doing that stuff, you know, like that type of customization. And I think he might have been doubting himself, like thinking, "Man, if I mess this up, I'm gonna mess up a '64." You know, and, and that's like one of his favorite cars. But he just went ahead and he did it. And when he was done, he was so happy. Like, I remember him telling me. And he was just so happy that he did it. You know, that he uh, he had modified it. And, um, and then his confidence just, like, grew pretty much. It just grew. And he kept working on that car. And eventually he got the car done. You know, and what was needed was the paint. But other than that, the layout of the car and everything, it just looks so rad that we were like, dang, that looks dope, dude. Like, I was proud of him, like super happy for him. And then finally, he got the car painted. And, and you know, once you, you're you climbing up that, that hill or like, and you're getting close to those bumps along the way, here comes... You know the clear coat stages. Here, here come the uh, the bare metal foil stages and all that. All it's always tough at towards the end. But this kid cranked it out. He pushed forward. He got it done. And and now I mean he has like that showpiece that anywhere he goes. I'm like, dude, that's like a, the cleanest '64 I've ever seen. And and I and I was like, man, you're inspiring me to just want to do a like a clean car single color that looks very uh like realistic you know um nothing no patterns no nothing you know 
but but yeah, I mean, he, he's he's one of the the people that I just like trip out on, and but yeah, there, there's a lot. Everyone, there's a lot of you guys that are that are getting down. I was tripping out on. Um, shout out to Chester as well, the Bullet eighty seven, because I know he's been traveling around the U.S. with his job, and. Uh, and I was tripping out. I saw him hanging out with uh, Dennis Matthews. I was like, what? Oh, damn, you're out there in Florida. But he's been also working on stuff I've noticed on the road. And and I always keep telling him, dude, you need to do, like, vlogs. Like, keep posting vids. Like, just talk, talk to us. You know, talk to us on what, what you're doing and whatnot. Because for sure, I know people, you know, that we all, we all like, are gonna get entertained and also like are gonna be able to relate to what he's doing, you know, and and learn. And we're, we're all gonna learn something out of that too. But the stuff he's working on as well, you know, is pretty sick too. That I'm like, man, and props to him. I was like, like tripping out on that. Um, also, um, one thing I wanted to say is. Um, as far as the podcast episodes, I still, you know, want to do them in the future, and I want to have guests on and all that good stuff, but before I do all that, I got to sort out, you know, my schedule and and whatnot, and my equipment, like, where am I going to do it, because that's the thing. You know the, the the room where I was doing all this stuff at is now pretty much a nursery room, and I felt like I got a lot of great sound in there just because you just close the door and it's quiet. You know, so and I don't want to do it in the living room. It's, it's just gonna be too like too much reverb. The ec- it's gonna like maybe echo or something. Not that I have a big living room, but it's just that mic, the way it picks things up. You know. But I'll keep you guys posted. I, I do want to definitely have some guests on. It's just, you know, right now I'm enjoying life right now. I'm enjoying my little one two months. And and it's it's crazy because in the beginning, yeah, the sleep is like no good. You know, you're, you're sleeping like one hour, then you wake up, and then another hour, and then you wake up. It's just uh, there's like no sleep. You're sleep deprived. But now, now I'm getting excellent sleep. Now it's cool because... This little one's knocking out at a good time. Then I fall asleep. And then she just wakes up a couple times to be fed and, and changed. And that's it. She goes back to sleep. So I'm like, nice. So, so that, I'm not I'm not worried about that, the whole sleep part. Um, but it, what's so funny is like the first couple months, you know, she wants to be held like a lot. So you're busy with your, your hands and your arms. Like you can't. You know, you, you can't even put her down. You know, you, like you you do, but then she wants to be picked up. And then that's when you think, imagine if I was working on a model in the living room, thinking like, oh, yeah, I'm taking care of her. And, and I'm over here like sanding away or cutting or, or whatever. <laughs> and then and then she's over here like crying. I, I would have to stop like, I don't know, every five minutes or something to go see what, what she needed. And, um, and I'm glad I'm not doing that because I don't think that would be a good look either, you know. But I just can't wait for her to finally be, like, 
crawling and then later standing up or like sitting down so this way I can start showing her a lot of the things stuff that I'm into or play you know whether it's the model cars or records or whatever um, that we she gets a kick out of all that stuff you know and um, and yeah she'll be doing models for sure I know it for sure she will but but yeah guys I just arrived see that was uh, what like 40 minutes right there 40 minute commute I believe so but um, just wanted to check in with you guys let you guys know where I'm at what's going on I hope you guys are doing well and uh, you know for the latest please go on the um, the YouTube channel I'd say I'm probably more active there right now posting stuff up you know I'm, I'm still working on building the channel more and more so just like check that out in there and um, stay tuned so Peace out, guys. Have a good one. Peace.